Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey, what the actual fuckers? Stay tuned to the end of the episode for a very exclusive clip of the This Country book read by Kerry and Curtin. Hey, what the actual fuckers? We're back for WTAF Live 3. Thrice cooked. I am absolutely thrilled. On Friday, the 29th of November, at the Sundial Theatre in Sirencester. Best in the West. Another night filled with this country-themed entertainment. And we'll be laughing, laughing, laughing. We will be counting down the top five this country moments. Yeah, I know. As well as having the very first Dump Gang Olympics. Lethal. With a very special set of judges, including the queen of this country, Jill Cooper. She is so bubbly. And Martin Mucklow himself. Top notch. With the fantastic comedian Keris Nelms to kick the night off. And unofficial This Country Rockers Erica will be the house band on stage. Beast mode. Tickets are just £12.50. Go to WTAFpodcast.com or our Facebook, Instagram or Twitter page at WTAF This Country for the link to get tickets. Got it? Have you not listened to a word I've just said? So grab your plums, turn over your crumpets, and join us for a proper smart night of fun. No one can keep up with that. Not even gift gaff. WTAF Live 3. Thrice cooked. I mean, what can you say? Hi, this is Sue, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck? Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. Now, first, he's the man who has not only got enemies in South Cerny, North Cerny, and Borton on the Water, he has them in North Leach, East Leach, Siddington, Fairford, Ampney St. Peter, Thrupp, <laughs> Bagpath, Box, Upper Windrush, and all the Risington's great little Anwick is Neil. Hello. That's Did completely I miss any? true. I've now had to move away from the Cotswolds. There you go. Is there any others? 
Busage. Um, so, we, no, you said that? Busage, yeah. Busage. I was trying to find ones that sounded funny, but there isn't that many in uh, our area. Calmston. Calmston, is that funny? No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep calm, dear. The height of comedy. <laughs> anyway, our superfan guest this episode is a darling of the airwaves and is your soothing voice to calm you through the rush hour traffic of Heart FM. He's the heartthrob of Heart FM. <laughs> he looks good in a football kit too, and he hasn't climbed on top of Big Ben. It's the one and only Ben Atkinson. Oh, look at that. Hey. Hey. Thank you. So no one in the Cotswolds hates me then. I'm not got enemies anywhere. That's fine. No, You're fine. But You're apparently fine. I have. No. <laughs> You've got loads. <laughs> yeah. So many. So many. So, so many. many. Um... We'll start the super fan episode like we do with everyone. Um, yeah. How did you find out about this country, first of all? Uh, my dad. Okay. That was the first thing. My dad is really, he loves comedy that is kind of a bit underground, a little bit. And it was, wasn't it, this country? Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, was it BBC Three? Yeah. Yeah, iPlayer as well, yeah. iPlayer. And, yeah. and he said, you'll like this. It's set in Sirencester and I live on the outskirts. And it was, and it did. I got it from episode one. It was brilliant. Loved it. And from then on, I was an absolute fan. And that's when I joined a cricket team. And lo and behold, guess who's a member? Not only Will Weston, who is Daisy's other half, but Charlie Cooper turns up for a cricket match as well. And it was like this bizarre moment. And I felt like I was in a little episode of so it. So you didn't know that they were. No, not at all. Oh, no, right, no. okay. Because I'd just joined this team, and they had as well, and it was like this lovely little meeting of the... It was wonderful. Yeah. And that's how I found out about it. And the parrot was at the game as well, the very first game. The oh, mother, Claude. Their the mum's parrot. parrot. Oh, yeah. Claude, yeah. Claude, you know, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, my days. So, yeah, so I've known for, from the, the sort of the early days, but it was definitely on telly, and then I knew, knew about it. And it's definitely got this cult following that you guys have tapped into. Isn't it? Oh my god, it's, it's, getting, it's got huge, hasn't it? Now I think it really has with the book that's just come out. Um, so, did you binge watch the first series, and were you ready straight for the second, or did you have to wait, or were you able to binge watch both the series? Uh, do you know what? I think it was no. I, we had to wait a little bit. My girlfriend's a big fan as well, Daisy, and she actually. I mean, we can get onto this later. But the, she and the dog feature in one of the episodes. No, oh, did you really? know about this? No. How have you managed to sort that out? Because we've been doing a hundred <laughs> episodes of the podcast, and we still haven't got a chance of getting on the no. show. How you two you could that? be full characters. Oh I think, my actually. god, we've written it about fifty times about what yeah, we want to do. Different scenarios, how we could appear. It's, it's all there. Exactly. So, so sorry. Tell yeah. Us the story. Uh, this was. This was the special, actually, because they did an hour special. Yeah. Mm. Not a Christmas special, but That's it right. was an hour special. And they were filming one time, and we, we became quite pally with his da- Daisy, my girlfriend, and Daisy Cooper, with, you know, wags at the cricket. And they'd get pissed on the sidelines <laughs> together, and they were instantly good friends. Right. So we started going and seeing them and social time and stuff. Anyway, two two weeks later, it's the filming of this special or whatever, and we find ourselves down the road and they're like, come and come and walk the dog if you want in one of the episodes. And we were like, absolutely, let's get him famous. <laughs> so which bit was that? Which bit of the, so, um, the episode was that? Now, I'm going I'm to seem like a not a super fan when I go, so Daisy Cooper is walking up the road in her Swindon Town t-shirt, which doesn't narrow it down much. No. Uh, she's going back to Martin Mucklow's to have an argument with the new his new woman. Do you remember that? Right, Where so she's he, walking he, back she, into North Northleach. Okay. She's storming through. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you remember that? I I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Nodding yeah, yeah, along yeah. No, I think so. No, I, I do. Because isn't that, isn't that the bit when... Um, oh, no, is that Series 2? 
No, in the special when she... um, Yeah, she's going back to confront, isn't she? She's going back to confront the the Martin Mucklow's missus. Sandra, yeah. Sandra. Sandra, It's when she's on that mission. So I'll have to look I'm going to have to watch it again. Rewatch it. And uh, you see only the back of my girlfriend and Ernie, the little spaniel. Ernie. Ernie the Spaniel. Did he get a credit? (laughs) Bloody didn't, actually. I'm I'm livid. Livid and furious. Awesome name, isn't it? Ernie. Ernie. So, obviously, from that as well, um, you were involved in the This Country charity football match, which was a legendary day in many ways. Can I just say you two were marvellous on the commentary? Well, that's very kind of you to say from an absolute professional. Well, I don't know about that. It's the hardest thing, that, when you're in front of people and you've got your pressure to be funny. You were, you were all right. As we said. You were at least okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We'll take that okay. Was, that was we'll the baseline. Okay. We were okay. Yeah. But when you, I mean, I was lucky in the fact that I was sat next to Daisy for the whole game. And you can't not be funny yeah. if you've got Daisy sat in front of you. Yeah. She was. It was amazing. It was brilliant. And she was in character most of the day. Yeah. And she was doing, she, they were all bending over backwards to make everyone happy. And mm. No idea how I got involved with that. But Paul, so Martin Mucklow, Paul Cooper. It, it, Again, I play cricket with him. We all seem to play cricket together. And he said, oh, you'll play for this charity match, won't you? And it sounded like a, it was going to be quite a small thing at the time. And it didn't really mention that it was going to be a this country charity thing where yeah, the yeah. whole car park was full and the overflow car park <laughs> was full. And I was like, bloody hell, people want to come and see this. It's amazing. So it sort of landed on my feet a little bit. And Not got, that I can play for shite, though. They go, I don't know, I thought you... You look well. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I was fishing for a compliment. <laughs> I was going to say, you look like you knew what you were doing with your balls. Thanks, mate. What yeah. got me was that, like, every time you touched the ball, Daisy mm. ploughed into you somewhat chronic. And I thought there must be some kind of... What was the edge here? Because she kept being sort of like... She's not nice, was she no, once? No, no. And I don't know what the beef was there. Oh, right, okay. I, there, I, was, I, there, there was a running feud. Or... There was no running feud, which <laughs> took me by surprise. And I was a little bit disappointed, if I'm honest. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh, Christ, every time. Did it affect your game? I think it had to have done. I think so. Confidence. You should have just said yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you would have scored a hat-trick if it hadn't have been... Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, you had all that to, to I, worry about. Yeah, I would have done. Uh, I would have been a book his favourite for scoring a hat trick at least. You have to remember she was in character, so that wasn't Daisy, was it? It was Kerry. It wasn't Daisy, it was Kerry. Yeah. No, I Kerry think that was Daisy. Yeah. Yeah, terrible really that. So when you when you got to watching series two and uh and the special and things like that, yeah. did you watch them as they came out? Or again did you oh, like to binge them? Well jump them... straight on her. I, yeah, it's a good question. I mean I would um I, I'm not very good at binge watching, but then this country's a bit addictive, isn't it? Mm, it's very addictive. Because yeah. it's just so well written, and I hate to blow smoke up their asses, <laughs> but it is so good. I think we'd done th- at least three eps one night and then thought, well, let me save at least a bit of the rest of the series. Because otherwise, it's a bit disappointing when you get to the end of it in one evening, isn't it? It is. It is. Apart from um, Kerry or Curtin, then, Ben, yeah. do you have a favourite character? Oh, well, I mean, they're all great, aren't they? The, the vicar has to be up there. He, it, the way that he makes you feel, you feel sorry for him. You kind of feel a little bit angry on his behalf that he has to put up with the two reprobates. It, and he's wonderfully done. And he's so kind as well. At the football match, he was hanging around forever as well, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Just so nice. So I think that would be my, what, who are your favourite characters? I'm with you. I'm the vicar. I just oh, yeah. think he's a great I, character. I think as well. I think, and especially when you, you meet Paul, 
and yeah. see that he actually is just a really nice guy anyway. <laughs> it's not that different. He's from not that different. What I can tell. No, not at all. And <laughs> I think that I think he is my favourite character. Sorry, Daisy and Charlie, but he is my favourite character in the whole show. You're not sorry, are you? I'm not sorry. No, no really. No. Well, they haven't given us a part. This in is why we're not getting written, written into it, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, I can sense a theme coming through. <laughs> yeah. Not been written into this. I think you're fit. maybe you're getting closer. Maybe. I you know. don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, well, not now they finish filming. I was going to say, no, yeah. yeah. We kept we kept putting little, little things yeah. in thinking, wouldn't it be great to have these two podcasters just, just got a bit awkward with that restraining order yeah. didn't it that's the problem that's the thing you don't realize just how hard your hands are tied with those things yeah, I, you really I mean, can't do anything with the amount that you've got anyway yeah. all the different ones. i collect them people collect stamps and beer mats i collect restraining orders you do it's you great do. um so ben yeah uh you're a dj apparently so so how did you get into being a God. DJ? When did you want to be a DJ? Were you a DJ when you were a kid? Uh, did you do all that kind of stuff? Want, so first ever memory of wanting to do this job, I was. I used to have a radio show on the swings with my mate. Used to with uh, Chris West. His name was is. He's not best dead. in the West. Best in the West. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's a new tagline for the show. <laughs> yeah. Write that down. Uh, and it, I just it was quite fascinated by radio in itself because it is an amazing thing. And then podcasts are very similar and you can kind of connect on that weird one-to-one level that you can't get with magazines or television or it Mm. feels very sort of speaking to everyone, but it's very one-on-one and I love that personal sort of touch with it. But I, so it was a very much a knock on the door of, do you remember how much you know of Cheltenham up the road? No, okay, reasonably well. Well, you won't know the station because it was the smallest radio station I have ever imaginable. It's called Star FM in Cheltenham. And it must have been, I don't know, there might have been 10,000 listeners a week. I don't know that, but yeah. We'll take it. Take that. that sounds all right. And it was, it was great fun. It was great fun. Knocked on the door there, loaded adverts, did all the crap jobs that no one else wanted to do. And then fast forward a bit and they're like, well, someone's sick. Do you want to cover? And I was pronouncing, instead of Ario Speedwagon, I was saying Rio Speedwagon. Ah, <laughs> nice. I was saying the Isley Brothers, not the Isley Brothers. <laughs> I was getting all the all the oldies wrong because I was 18 or whatever it was. Yeah, and right. of course, you, 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 I just didn't know anything then. So, yeah, and then it's just one of those industries. It's very incestuous. Everyone knows everyone else. And then suddenly you find yourself, your, your boss is a friend of another boss who's at a bigger radio station. And then find myself at heart and that's it. I've been here for six years. Yeah. Wow. So do you ever, I know you said it's like a one-on-one thing. Yeah. Does your mind ever wander thinking, <laughs> there are actually thousands of people listening to me right now, and if I mess up, I'm not trying to put you under pressure for your show yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers. Thanks. But just, you know, that, your brain starts to think, you know, oh, my God, there could be there's literally hundreds of thousands, well, <laughs> millions of people listening to me at this moment. I, I, don't, I don't think you can do that because it would... I, I mean, I mess up a lot anyway, so I don't, I don't right. not along, have I? <laughs> um, I, it, it's, it's one of those things that you, I think you just can't do that. Although right. being in a studio on your own, I mean, I've got a producer, but it's just the two of us in a studio, and, and it doesn't feel like there's that many people listening. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. on the windows looking at you, yeah. usually, anyway. So it's, it's, it's a very odd, it's an odd thing to have. Right. So, did you, you say you just went from the smaller station and then progressed up. Do you get like sort of training? Do you go on any sort of courses for training? That's a good, good question. No, um, no, you don't go on courses. I, I never did. I didn't do university or anything like that. I didn't study, it and I knew I wanted to 
try and be a radio presenter. And through through your jobs, generally your boss, your the boss of programming, and mm. so there's two sides generally to radio programming and sales. Um, and generally the boss of of you at any given radio station, you'll have a weekly listen back, and these things are hell. <laughs> Every radio presenter will go, yeah, okay. And you guys might do this with your podcast. I don't know. You listen back to a show or a podcast or whatever, you listen back to it and they'll critique it and they'll say, okay. And good bosses will leave you feeling great. You know, what could we work on for next time? And bad bosses will just pick up. Why did you say that? What are you doing there? What are you, why did you do? And it makes you think, God, yeah, okay. And then the next day your confidence is through the floor and you're mm-hmm. like, oh no, God. But so then, it's funny, yeah. So then are you, are there certain times when you are worried about, something that you've maybe planned that you're going to say oh yeah 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 i mean there's times where we've done a link and afterwards so link the talky bit in between the songs and um and you end up going oh we'll get picked up on that our boss will tomorrow we'll get picked up on that yeah but now that it's evolved it's much more regional the radio world anyway not just where i work we don't have that so much now it's kind of they're they're a bit more trusting with what we do a little bit more and we kind of do what we want a little bit if we conform enough. Mm. I didn't say that. Right. <laughs> well, so you what? did. So what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. You, Neil's see, on I'm it. Learning. Come on. Come on, Pat. You I need to learn. I haven't, I haven't learned so this. it's an interesting one. There's no tra- there's no training, but it's I I yeah, I yeah. There's no training, no official training, nothing like that. It's all opinion as well, and that's what's mm. fascinating. You yeah. know, from one boss to another, they might go, I love that, and then the next boss might say, Well, actually, no, I didn't like that so much. You said about being regional as well. Mm. Is 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 there less of an emphasis on people having um, accents and things like that? Because it's very. It, I mean, when I back in the day, it used to be very plumb in your mouth. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the BBC. Be, yeah, everyone yeah. had to talk in that kind of way. Whereas now, there are all different kinds of accents going on on the radio. Well, I think it's definitely people are more open minded to that now. I think everything is so much more open minded in 2019 mm. or whatever. It's it's very much. Yeah, accents are normal. Oh, there was a point, though. I don't know. In mid-2000s, if you weren't Northern, you weren't on the radio. They wouldn't put you mm. on national radio, especially yeah, yeah, like yeah. Radio 1 was the one where yeah. they wanted loads of Northern accents and Welsh accents to highlight how, oh, look how open-minded we are. And I didn't know if that really worked. <laughs> was sort of, I was feeling at a loss because I speak fairly normally, maybe a little bit West Country, but fairly normally, I think. Yeah. But so yeah. how do you plan your shows then, Ben? Uh, so uh, of the day at the moment because I, so I work four till seven in the afternoon which is very great I love that but what's nice about that time slot is the day's kind of happened all the good stuff has usually happened by then so you, you so our job is to reflect what's happened that day and we call it sense of day so um so whether it's Halloween for example uh you could talk about people going trick-or-treating at four or five o'clock so then we know that that's going to be happening during our show so we might prep content or, or some chatty bits with mums who are heading out with kids mm. so we'll we'll look at what's going on in that day and then i'll have a look at what songs we're playing we're a music-based radio station so if the latest news about ed sheeran is that he's bought a pub and it's doing really well for itself even though it doesn't sell ketchup which is a true story you know ed sheeran loves ketchup he's obsessed with it i didn't he's know got that. a tattoo of the he's got a tattoo of a ketchup bottle in his oh, really loves it loves so much however in his own pub it doesn't even serve ketchup at all bizarrely why now why it's kicked off everyone's kicking off about it right be uh, i know unbelievable ed what you're doing ed what you're doing so that was a story so of course if we played ed sheeran then i'd come off the back and go oh have you heard about his pub 
He loves ketchup. He's not even serving ketchup in it. Little things like that, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go through all, you know, all the internet and see what's going on with the... So what sort of topics do you try to avoid? <laughs> Politics. Yeah. Which at this time... Because it's so divisive. Mm. Yeah. And what we might try and reflect it, though, by saying, you know, something was supposed to happen on Halloween, wasn't it? 31st? I'm sure something important was supposed to happen on Halloween. Ah, I don't know what that was. You know, yeah. so we might reflect mm. it like that, but without actually giving an opinion on it. Especially with an election, we're not allowed to do that. So definitely politi- politics we avoid. Although we try and be a bit interested. I was going to say sex, but actually we we can we can come a bit close to the line with certain things. People want to hear provocative opinions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It keeps them listening. Yeah. So we don't skirt around stuff. It's just how you say it, really. I expect you guys are the same. There's something. Well, we want- just blur it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem with us. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the internet is that you can sort of literally say what you want yeah. you know on a podcast and we've done it before where we've we've we used to do uh on a thursday night like an hourly uh well weekly one hour radio style show with characters and things like that and we'd get very near the knuckle wouldn't we very very near the knuckle yeah and Did you have um, any trouble yes we, we got a com- we have had we we well we had we had one com- <laughs> we had one complaint we never used to. We never used to get very many emails, but we had one email that said that there was. It used to be the two of us and a lovely lady. It used to be, you know, we had uh, a couple yeah. of lovely ladies, and there was one time when this lady said, "I don't like the way that you are picking on Neil. You're having a go." Yeah. I can't even remember what it was for. What bullying. Was she said, said that we were bullying bullied. Neil. And you I showed felt, me the email. I, I mean, I, yeah, I felt really bad because I thought well, we haven't been. Bu-. I mean, we used to take the Mickey out of. Everyone. Everyone. You know, it used to be a thing. I wasn't offended. <laughs> no, yeah, but, that's the important thing. Yeah. You didn't mind. No. no. But we were more psyched that we got an email. <laughs> yeah. Got correspondence. Somebody's listening. It was like, oh my God, we got an email. You know? right. So that's... that's you know. But everyone's offended by everything these days. That's the trouble. And that yeah. people love nothing more than being offended on behalf of someone else. Who, it's oh, mind-boggling. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think when it comes to things like politics especially yeah. you can have 10 people in the room and 10 people will have different aspects but they all think they're right and that's the trouble with yeah. with internet and social i mean the other thing i was gonna say to you as well is radio these days relies a lot on things like social media with, yeah with memes and and little videos how much of that is is done at heart yeah loads yeah i mean it, particularly from so there's the new london breakfast show which is now national so that's jamie Theakson and amanda holden and we 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 you we are our job my job is to promote them really right because if they get a big audience often like the science is that the listeners will stay throughout the day so that's the idea mm. promote them they'll stay throughout the day so yeah there's loads of social media but on the whole that's focused on them and it's all promoting about what they're doing so that's great i mean it's i mean she's a huge we're both huge celebrities particularly amanda and she's a big deal but um so yeah there is a lot of social media but not from my personal point of view so much right Right. if that makes sense yeah 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 which is good i don't have to worry about i'm not i'm no good at it i'm absolutely awful oh god i'm awful at social media really doing it you know at the Mm. level that they all relentlessly addicted to their phones oh mad but it's it's part of the i mean i know from personal experience with trying to keep up the social media yeah doing the podcast yeah is you're constantly putting things out and you're constantly trying to get hold of people oh. and it is it is a nightmare it's it is a full-time job yeah yeah, yeah. you it know is. so I, I didn't know whether or not there must be like a social media arm of 
oh, job yeah. that you do. It's not necessarily put down to you, is it? No, no, no. I mean, in terms of the actual company, in terms of they, there are specialists in London sitting at a desk in our headquarters pumping away at social media you know send 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 and that's their job and that they're, they're very good at it and in terms of me personally there is a pressure to to and a bit similar to charlie and daisy you know they've got to keep up on social media because people want to see what their lives are like yeah mm. and much more than me obviously but like people like daisy's a gold mine of content on social media like tonight on on instagram she's posting about going off to the jonathan ross shows yeah so i was and, looking at that on yeah. the way here yeah. and it's like what <laughs> just mad shit happens to her all the time yeah and it's great yeah so yeah she, she has to be on social media mm. but you think god I ha- she almost wants someone else doing the stuff mm. as well because she could get carried away with it well she did she left so she, she, she left did she left for a while i think yeah. it, it got a little bit too much for and the trouble is as you saw at the um the football matches yeah that they they are giving they don't like saying no yeah um the whole family are the same oh you know god. i mean yeah. We've got our live show coming up in a few weeks. Yes, I you know. know. And like, and and Paul is fantastic. And and I will say, and we've said it before, for somebody that hasn't acted or done anything like that before, yeah, he is amazing as a performer. Yeah, you yeah. Get him, you get him on the stage. He's been to every one of our live shows on the stage fantastic you Brilliant. couldn't get somebody better to be on there his yeah. improvisational skills it's are phenomenal <laughs> they <laughs> really are it is amazing uh, so well, yeah he's an interesting bloke isn't he with his hoarding stuff as well yeah you know, all the hoarding mm. work he does like yeah. oh my god yeah and the football obviously the the um yeah the, 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 yeah. the piece fr- thing yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff he's he's um he's got quite a big bow he certainly is. So, with many together, very good. Yeah, it's a very oh, good. Thank you, <laughs> Coming back to the football match, actually, I remember we were speaking Neil on the side of the pitch. We, we were, and I was saying about my dog and Daisy, the incident between the two. You know that was true, completely true, at the time where the, my Daisy Cooper cost my dog six grand operation. You did say about it, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, please. If you weren't there, this is a true story. It was a lovely summer's day and we we're going for a barbecue at, at Daisy's house, Daisy Cooper's house. And <laughs> they got all this lovely food. There's a butcher's in Siren called Jesse Smith's Butchers. Yep. And they are bloody brilliant. Absolutely. Lots of trays of food out there and they were putting all these lovely kebabs on their barbecue and they were ready. And then their daughter was having on a blanket just a few bits of food. So there's a bowl of, you know, a plate of food next to her and there's a kebab on there. The kebab had a five-inch bamboo skewer <laughs> running right the way through the middle of it. Now, my dog didn't really know that you aren't supposed to eat five-inch bamboo skewers. Right. So, of course, I can't remember who put the food down next to her, but it was, it, there was no one's fault. No. So, and she does genuinely feel awful. It shut her up, mine, because she was giving me some briefs. So I, I gave brief, grief. So I was telling her off about that. So, yeah, my dog ate the kebab. My dog ate the kebab in one, didn't chew the bamboo skewer, and uh, we had to go off to Southampton because it was late on a Saturday night. Southampton from Siren. Uh, and he got operated on. Six, oh six grand. God. Bloody hell. So get pet insurance, if I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so if if I can tell you one bit of advice, yeah. please get pet insurance because actually it didn't cost us a penny. So six grand didn't cost us a penny. It cost us like 100 quid, that. That so is We're crazy. friends again. It's fine. Oh. See, now that's going to be something. If you ever get on, would I lie to you? That's yeah, going to be the story. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you know what? It was amazing because it, it, 
they showed us the it wasn't it wouldn't come up on an x-ray but on an ultrasound it would and it was literally i'm showing you now a decent five or six six inch (laughs) five inch uh five inch bamboo skewer hole not in bits so was it just like where was it wedged in his stomach. It went all so it, the, the whole thing, all three pieces of massive chicken as well, which would have been hot, yeah. all the way down his throat into his stomach. What kind of dog have you got? A little Cocker Spaniel. I mean, Goodness he's not bit, well, me. as you can see in the um, This Country special. We'll, yeah, we'll, have, we'll have to have a look. Go and have a look. Since then, he's been cut open, thanks to Daisy Cooper, which is ironic. Oh, Daisy. I know. Uh, it's, not, it's not really her fault. No. I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. It's not her fault. It's this our is a, fault. This it's is your fault. chance to get. Yeah, Daisy. The football, come all on. The, all the shit that she gave <laughs> she me. She gave me so much shit. <laughs> so that's what, that was my opportunity. And I, I did think people might have thought I was kidding that. But no, it was a six grand operation. So wow. yeah, don't get a dog and not get insurance. Oh, yeah. God, don't do that. Yeah. I've just got this, this like vision of you, <laughs> the vet, like. Straightening out the dog and blowing, <laughs> and the his arm. Like a blow dart flying. <laughs> Where am I blowing up his arm? <laughs> so you'd have to go to the mouth, and it'd have to come out the ass, wouldn't it? Why? Uh, that, yeah, but then you got to blow the bamboo skewer through his guts. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. Story. It's not a straight line, Neil. No, it's not just like a straight tube. <laughs> you know how my mind works. That's, that's I what I'm just thinking. We could attempt it, but not with. I wasn't going to suggest that now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, God, no, God. This, I've yeah. got a five-inch skewer of this. If you've got a five-inch skewer, we can give it a go. I mean, we can definitely give it a don't go. Don't ask me a question like that again. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so rapidly changing the subject. Yeah, good, good. Guests, Ben. Who would be your dream guest oh on God. your radio show? Well, do you know what? I've, uh, sticking with the This Country, obviously, this is the This Country podcast, and they, they were both brilliant. Daisy and Charlie, I've had them on the show before. Yep. And they're amazing, aren't they? Good. They yeah, like, they're so much fun. like you were saying, they just give and give and give and give. Yeah, and that, yeah, they're great. Yeah. But dream guests that, oh, God, I mean, there's so many heroes. I mean, Alan Partridge is my number one favourite character of mm. all time. And Steve Coogan is great, apparently. He's good value. Quite difficult, maybe, I think, I've heard. I don't yeah, know. I, th- I think it depends on what kind of mood he's in, I think, doesn't it? I, I think very professional, I've heard. Oh, have you? Yeah, just like as in he's very Down the line. focused and what he wants to do is what he wants to do. Favourite person he is. Mm. It, uh, without doubt, him. After that, <sighs> Queen. The Queen. <laughs> the Queen? Yeah. All right. I mean, we're talking big. With Philip Dree or just the Queen? No, I haven't seen him for a while. No. They're keeping him under wraps. Who's that? It's a dangerous thing around <laughs> Brexit time, bringing him out. Who's that, Philip? Philip, Well, I haven't yeah. seen him. Um, are we... Well, as, we long as, he's, yeah, right? as long as he's not driving, everything's fine, Jesus, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep him out of the car. Well, oh, he, yeah. no, they handed the licence. Oh, it doesn't mean anything, that though. No, 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 he still drive on his estate, oh, yeah. which well, is the whole country. Well, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Queen, the Queen would be quite a get, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying I've got the power to do it, mate. I'm not saying I can pull a few strings and get her in here now. He sounded like it was a chat-up thing. Go on, get the Queen, that's a bit of a get. No, I didn't mean it like that. I mean... Grab a granny. Can you... you, There goes your knighthood. You're never going to get a knighthood now. Might give Um, you a knighthood for that. It might do. Um, But it's that thing that, like, you can imagine if you had a brand new podcast and it was episode one, guest the Queen. Oh, well, what would the podcast be called then? I mean that that you can't oh, yeah. call it what the actual fuck. No, no, you can't flip. <laughs> yeah, good. I, yeah, I don't know. it depends what. I mean, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? I'd love to actually. I would love to. I I 
but there's so many podcasts, aren't there? And how, I mean, it's like what you, you've got to be specific enough, which is what's perfect mm. with yours, specific enough to know that we're talking about this country. It's a brilliant TV show. But then sometimes there's stuff, there's, oh, there's everything, all sorts. Friends of mine have just started a back pain podcast. Back pain? Yeah. Wow. So like, and you think, well, actually, that's a good idea, that, I think. But yeah, I'd like to, do, I would like to. It's mm. quite a commitment, though. You're always working, you boys. Well, yeah, you're right. I'll tell you what. Do you regret any stop. bit of it, though? Oh, no. No, no. Um, no. We've always said we've had the best laugh over the six years than we've ever had. Is that how long it's been? Well, not, well, for, not this for this podcast. particular, but we've been we've podcasting been, yeah. for six years. You got on it early. At one point, we had about eight podcasts on the go with different types. Yeah. What? All about greedy. pop, pop, <laughs> so greedy. all like music and and movies wow. and pop culture. We had different mm. ones. We that's the trouble. I'll tell you one thing I love, and that is setting up a brand new podcast. Wow! Where you work out the pop, the, the art, and you and you you get a theme, and nice. you get a theme tune, and you get yeah. all those little bits and pieces. <laughs> Then it's just a pain in the ass actually having to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and, and promote it and try and get people to listen. But with this one, the whole point of it was the fact that we knew Daisy and Charlie and we knew Paul and we knew yeah. Jill. And we thought we've got a little bit of a unique going on there. in yeah. here that a lot of people... I'd be surprised if anyone else did a This Country podcast, I would love to know God, what, they, yeah. what they would do because we spoke to pretty much everybody now. Well, we, we? What was it, hundred and... I mean, I'm really Two, scraping three. the barrel, aren't I? Because I, my dog features on this country. That's where I come in. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are. You're, I mean, you're friends of the family, right? Okay. Yeah. You're at the football match. You're at the football match. You're, I turned you're, up, and you're a this country. You are a bona fide this country super fan. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks. I feel there you are. Do I get, you, have you got any merch? Have you got any badges that we've I take got, away? We have, but not here. We have. Oh, we've got loads of merch. We'll, we'll, we'll post it to and you. Spend thanks. some of that heart money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Of I'm which isn't much. I mean, the thing is, when we just do our old podcasts, yeah. isn't it? We used to do a podcast called Movie Heaven and Live at the Shed, a music mm-hmm. podcast. Every time somebody was a guest, we'd give them a wristband. Well, that's basically we never... how we met Daisy, wasn't it? Through Movie that Heaven. Was. Oh, she came and she did She came it. in and did the podcast That for was us. when it was Kerry. That was when it was originally on ITV. And she was one of the funniest yeah. episodes we had. We're not allowed, we wanted to put it back out again. We're not, not, al- we're not allowed to. No, we're not allowed to because she said a certain word about oh a certain person. <laughs> and apparently her, her PA said, no, maybe it's not a good yeah. idea to put that and out. Maybe understandable. Maybe but understandable. if you pay us enough money, we'll let oh, you have Oh, there's a copy. always that. <laughs> yeah. There's always that. Well, uh, we so, can we transfer it to you so you can Yeah, please. Oh, my yes. God. Can you please? <laughs> I was. Um, I actually was in the pub with Charlie last night, r- uh, randomly, as, oh, you, right. as you are. And because I haven't seen him a, since a while. Well. Since the wedding. He's wedding, been up Snowden, wedding. hasn't he? He's been up Snowden randomly. Mm, yeah. But he was giving me, talking about celebrity stuff, and I'm going to be really, like, vague here, but he told me a fact about two blokes in the public eye. Blew my mind. Really? really? Blew my mind. Ooh. And I can't say any further than that. Until, That's how generic and, and vague and, until we turn until we turn the until we turn the mics off and I'll tell you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but then we're all going to get bombarded. Answers on a postcard, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What do you think these two men that have be... or haven't done? Oh right. No, okay. I'm, te- I'm teasing. All of that is a lie, of course. Is it? All of all of that is a lie. Is it? Yeah. What, that you were with Charlie in the pub, or why are you winking? Yeah, no, I, I saw oh, Charlie in the no, pub. No. Yeah, I did see Charlie in the pub. Well, uh, he, he had a very nice beer, actually. Do you guys drink? Are you drinkers? Not, not, not really. No. What was not, the beer that you Oh, had? you're not fussed if you're not drinking. I know, it'd be interesting. Was it if it's really foot? nice. Uh, it was wasn't it? Tanglefoot, was no. It? <laughs> it wasn't I remember Tanglefoot. Tanglefoot. It was, uh, it was a, called One Hop. One Hop. Uh, it's presumably maybe One Hop. It's very good. 
Mm. In the Marlborough. We're in the Marlborough. In the Marlborough. Oh, really? It's bloody marvellous yeah. in there. Haven't been in there for a while. I haven't been in there for a while. It's great beer. But then I'm not a drinker, so I wouldn't... Well, that makes uh, the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> the, I think the, the reason I stopped drinking was because of Tanglefoot, I think. Because <laughs> 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 that lived up to its net, and that was going back a few years. <laughs> Tanglefoot. It is, for me, do you know what? There was a point where I was... I could be easy of giving it up when it was... I used to play cricket, and the, well, I still occasionally do, but I used to play it a lot as a kid, 18, 9-year-old, 18, 19-year-old. 89-year-old. 89-year-old. <laughs> and I sort of was in uh, Back to the Future. And, <laughs> and it was uh, Woodpecker Cider. Oh, oh, do they still yeah. do that? I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. But there must have been a night where it was a two and a half litres each kind of night, and mm. it was horrendous. You know, Woodpecker Cider. Right. So, I mean, proper. Did they still the varnish do? off the wood. Oh, it was, it was creosote. It was <laughs> that wonderful, like, <laughs> sniff it and you were pissed. Oh, it was great. God. It wasn't so even that it, strong, but it was, yeah. What's... Diamond, Diamond White. Do you remember Diamond, Diamond White? White? That's White. the Alkies had that, didn't they? White Lightning was the one I always remember. White Diamond Lightning. White was the super strength cider when it first came out, wasn't it? And they really advertised it as super, super strength. strength. And it yeah. always came in a, a worryingly wide three-litre bottle. Oh, White right, Lightning, right. yeah. White Lightning did, yeah. yeah. Diamond White used to come in a very slender green bottle with silver foil. That's it. And I can remember... I can remember when I left I left the job and we all went out for a drink and they kept plying me with diamond white so much so and they'd forgot to get me a card they forgot to get me a goodbye card so they wrote on my face and I was supposed to go and take my girlfriend at the time out to the cinema and I can remember just hugging the toilet being sick looking up at her she was crying because I can't remember what film we were supposed to go and see (laughs) but she was going what have you got written on your face and I goes they were saying goodbye to me, and I just ended up like collapsing on the toilet. Oh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think I was I was puking red. I was like, <laughs> "Was that diamond? Well, that's worrying." That was diamond white. That <laughs> was that? It wasn't a red color, was it? No, I know, but I was oh, right. puking up my stomach. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, what I was say, that's what's happened. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Diamond oh. white. Wasn't that a song by Hoddle and Waddle? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, wasn't it? Diamond white. That's way before. Does that? Well, it's, uh, yeah. No idea what you two old boys are talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about now. <laughs> you, We're very topical. We with your white lightning you uh, right before we talk about anything else Sorry, we're going to have a little bit of a we're going to see how well you know uh, this country okay we're going to play Kerry or Curtain brilliant I'm going to give you a line of dialogue you got to tell me whether it's Kerry or Curtain sure I'm are ready. you ready I'm absolutely ready for this here we go okay number one there's fundraising and there's too much fundraising was that Kerry or Curtain <sighs> Curtain I haven't got my bell. Ding! Well ding, done. Ding, one ding, out of ding, one. Ding, ding. Well done. Good start, that is. Number two. Yeah. The squash stall isn't going as well as hoped <laughs> as Slugs keeps drinking all the squash. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say that is Kerry, only because she hung out with Slugs more. Ooh. Well done, Poirot. Ding! Two out of two. Correct. They were both from the comic relief episode, that, those two. Right, oh, number yeah, three. Okay. I've got a little surprise for you because I know how harsh life has been to you. It's been really harsh. Kerry again, I think. I need a proper answer. Is that your answer? My final answer, Kerry. Ding! Three out of three. Three out of three. That was Random Acts of Kindness when she was giving Slugs her PlayStation. Random Acts of Kindness. There you go. Number four. What are you doing? (laughs) You're letting the heat out, you lummock. 
You're letting the heat out. When were they... What are you doing? You're letting the heat out, you lummock. When were they cold? Ooh. When were they cold? See those Poirot... Yeah, <laughs> Did you both know this? Would you know this straight up? Oh, I don't know them. Do you I not? Try Do you work... not? No, no, I, n- I never look at them. No, he never looks at it. Yeah, you're not in the... No, no sure. he doesn't you know. Genuinely? He doesn't I'd know. I never do the 50-50. I like to work it out in my head. And he see n- he I... never knows them until I... I say them on on air, so... Right, okay, so I'm... When were they cold, Neil? Because if you don't do that, you're letting the heat out. Can we work this out together? Yeah, but what are you might doing? Not be you're letting the heat cold. out, you lummock. Something they're using might be warm. Oh, I think Neil knows it. I think The Neil... oven. Yeah. Curtain. They're cooking pizza. And turkey dinosaurs. Ding! Ah! Four out of four. <laughs> now, we haven't had a five out of five for a while, so the pressure's on, Nate, Oh, Ben. my God. Come on. Are you ready? Yep. You sure? Uh-huh. Okay. Just having some water because it's tense. Okay. Can you feel the atmosphere? <laughs> I can. I can. You can cut it with a knife. Mm, can't you? Number five. That's the beautiful thing about living in the village. Everyone comes together on days like the Scarecrow Festival and just forgets their utter hatred of each other. <laughs> I think, oh, Is that Kerry or Curtin? I think... Or the burp? I think I'm going to go with the burp. <laughs> I'm going to say that it, that episode is more about Curtin, so I'm saying Curtin. First ever episode, wasn't it? I'd have been five out of five, that. this is. Oh, Ben! No! It's oh. correct! <laughs> five out of five! Well done, Ben. Thanks very much. There you go. And, that was really and even well with played. that, we haven't got anything to give you as a prize. That's so. all right. That's fine. We'll uh, put it in the post. Can I, um, just bro- talking about prizes, actually, did yeah. you hear that news story this week of the Somerset, someone in Somerset, which isn't a million miles away from here, uh, there was a winning lottery ticket that had to be claimed by last weekend, and it wasn't. Did you hear no? that? What, in Somerset? No? Oh, my God, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't Do you imagine that? that? I oh, couldn't Sorry, I was just, it just jogged my memory. How, much, how much for? It was something we talked about on it. Going back to your prep, how do you prep? This is one of the stories we crept up on. It was a million pounds. Oh. And it was unclaimed for, I don't know what it is, six months, eight months, 18 months, something like that. I think it's six months. Unclaimed, and they had until last Sunday to claim it, and no one came forward for it. What happens to it then? It goes off to the It good goes causes, off to you get all the good causes right. that you see the lottery crossed fingers doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I've, God, I've told my feel? family that, because like sometimes they like to play practical tra- uh, jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. If they ever did that <laughs> thing where you get the lottery ticket and it's it, it, a hundred fifty thousand winner, I would disown them all. <laughs> Seriously, if they, uh, that is something I would not be able to come back from. Yeah. If I thought that I had a massive amount of money and then all of a sudden, like I saw my dad laughing in the corner because it's a joke, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't honestly couldn't handle that. I couldn't. I'd you, be the worst even thing. Even now, I'm getting yeah. clammy hands. You'll be shouting about, at them. You're not getting any of my winnings. I wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be that. I'd be thinking to myself, right? I can do this. I can do that. We're going to go there. We're going to do this. Yeah. We're gonna... I I had a. So I sometimes use the lottery app to be able to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. That means you're a pro. But it's also it also means that you get an email saying that you've won. Right. Okay. So even if you've won a pound, oh it'll god! Come, but no. it doesn't tell you on the email how much you've won. It just says, be the first word. It says you're a winner. So you know the uh, Euro Millions. It was 167 million. Oh god! I had an email come through going, "You've won." Yeah, that's horrid. Went on it. The e- the the website was down until like six o'clock in the morning. It's like four o'clock. I looked. So I had two hours. Oh, I spent that 167 million pounds. Of course, yeah. Loads of times in that two hours. 
And I thought, just imagine if I have actually won that hundred and looked at it, three pound fifty. Three pound fifty. So how did you spend that? <laughs> yeah. You figured that out. I yeah. didn't even put it in my bank account because I was so pissed off. Oh, <laughs> I thought, I'm not even gonna take your money. No. I think it's I just bought the money. Yeah. I'm sorry. How would you spend 160 million? Oh, no. Well genuinely. We've what would already you do said it? that if we won ever won the lottery, we'd uh, build our own cinema. Wow. Cinema. We'd have our own theater. cinema. Yeah. As in no one else coming in? No, no, no. Oh, no, for the public. It would be public. It would be like a fiver a ticket. Where would it be? As in siren? Yeah. It does need one. It needs one. Yeah, we would have like maybe 10 screens. We'd have a couple of screens for for the blockbuster, a couple of screens for classic old movies. I feel like I know what there's going to be a couple of screens for. Star Wars? That. (laughs) <laughs> possibly and you know films that never get that release yeah you see them streaming somewhere and you think why was that never at the cinema yeah those sort of films i'm really crap at films so okay. it, we could play a quick game i'll turn it around on you Go ask on, me if i've seen and think of big films ask me if i've seen it and i'll give you an honest answer have you seen avengers is that because there's a lot of Avengers, aren't there? Well, there's... The, they say Avengers Assemble in this country. The first one, no. Marvel. No, so you've no. not seen any of the Marvel movies? I feel like I might have seen the Hulk once. <laughs> is that the same? <laughs> yeah, that's it a Marvel is. movie. So you're, are you one of these people that don't that you don't understand? I'm awful. I'm awful with the... Marvel, like, DC... No, nah, no clue what any of that is. So have you seen Batman? Which one? Any the of one, them. Any of them. I've seen Dark Knight. That was the one I was going to ask, actually. Okay. I've seen Dark Knight. So um, did you see Batman Begins? No idea. So <laughs> why did you start with the Dark Knight? I don't know. None of it makes sense when I'm there. And I, I'm one of these people who, and this is why this country is great. It's 20 minutes, right. isn't it? 25 okay. minutes, whatever the episodes so are. So if, we, if yeah. I was to say I remember to you, it. what would be your favourite film? Because obviously Christ. you've seen films. I've seen films, but I haven't seen Back to the Future, for example. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I haven't seen... Um, I haven't seen The Matrix. I haven't seen... Wizard of Oz. Seen, I've seen The Wizard of okay. Oz. Star but, Wars. Have you seen the original first? Star? No. Don't look at it as a bad thing, Pav. <laughs> look at it as an introduction. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, me what I don't understand who... is how somebody... Uh, if you don't mind me asking, Ben, no, that's fine. how old are you? I'm 31. No, I'm 32. Somebody... Sorry, I'm 32. <laughs> and my birthday was a few weeks ago. Ten Happy days ago. for that. Ten days ago. But how someone has lived for 32 years... Yeah. And not only not seen... Have you seen Jaws? I've seen episode one of Star Wars. I come back, and that, wasn't that the crap one? With the... Well, they're flying around. Racing. Yeah. You know, sometimes... Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it depends how big a fan you are. They're, they're not divisive. as big as you, quite. They're divisive. I, I love the prequels. There's some things wrong in them, but I love the prequels. I don't understand... Like, Jaws. Have you seen Jaws? I've seen Jaws. Okay. Um, give me some other big classics, because I, I will shock you with a few here. I'm Have sure you seen The Godfather? No. No. I haven't seen... Goonies? No. Forrest Gump? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen... What's the one that everyone goes, it's really good? And it... <laughs> <laughs> Ferris Bueller's um, Day Off. Everyone oh, says right. you have to have seen okay. that. Well, I'll tell you Not what, I only it. saw that for the first time about two years ago. Okay. You know, Everyone say 50, Ferris Bueller's so, I mean, You're not 50, are you? Yeah, I am 50, yeah. He's a good-looking bloke. <laughs> you know, you're doing all right, isn't he? Hey, I love Ben. I am 50, yeah. Shit. I am 50. Really good-looking on there. He's doing for, all right. We're for, doing again, all... 450. He's good. He's and I've only got two that. years off it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 52. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm older than him. 
Are you really? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he loved that. Ah, that's great. Sorry, yes, yeah, so I, I just, I'm really bad with films. I think it stems from when my mum first took me to see Cinderella, true story. Okay. Must have been about six. Cried my eyes out in the cinema. Hated the ordeal. Really? Hated uh, it. Hated being in a dark room with strangers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hated it. Hated it. And, and since then, I really haven't got the attention span for films. So you don't go to the cinema then? Ah, oh, the last time I went, don't know what I went to see. Uh, Dunkirk. Okay, I mean, that's, that's a good film. Everything that I would love about. I love planes. I love wars and all that. And the fascinated tension. by the tension and the good story, and you know, it's great. Yeah, My girlfriend it, liked Tom Hardy. You know, there's, had there's lots everyone. of films that have got good stories. Ben. Well, apparently, Star Wars has a good story. It but does have a seen. very good story. Yes. We need to we need to take your hand tenderly and lead you down into a dark room. And, and the <laughs> last time that happened, I ended up crying, and I'm not doing that again. Oh, you'll do it again. But it's all it therapy. Lead you to a galaxy far, far away. So I'll tell you what. The, yeah. One of the podcasts we used to do was a podcast called Movie Heaven. And the yeah. last question: Can I still listen to Movie Heaven? Uh, no, that's that feed's not on anymore. But I can send you some. I'd love to hear I it. I send you some. It, it used to be a lot of fun, but the last question we used to ask was, if you were on a desert island, what one film would oh you take God. with you? So here we go. We're bringing Movie yeah. Heaven back. Just so it's bet. that sort of film that you could literally watch. The Wrong Trousers. <laughs> it's Wallace and Gromit. What yeah, wrong right. trousers. Okay. But it's great, isn't it? That's, that's, um, <laughs> is that a film? I'm not sure if they can. It's not, it's not I'm not entirely sure. Because I, I could... I, <laughs> you think about it... I'm not be, watching Godfather. I'm not watching Back to the Future. I'll have a bit of wrong trousers. <laughs> it's Bristol, isn't it? It's local. It's local. I mean, look, don't West get me country. wrong. I, and I please, I apologise for my laugh because I love... That's Hardman Animations, isn't it? Yeah, Hardman, yeah. yeah. They are one of the best. Chicken Run is one of my favourite movies. Have what? you seen Chicken Run? Yeah, chi- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing a sequel to that as well. Oh, Apparently, they so, yeah, yeah. they're doing a sequel. It's just I wasn't expecting well, the I wrong trousers. That's I, feel, what I wasn't expecting as your favourite film. To I think watch. if we were going to be stuck on a desert island, I'm putting myself into that very real situation. So you should. It could be a dark place. Mm-hmm. We might not be in a happy. You know, it's not a desert island so, with. Uh, you want Ladies in hula skirts serving up cocktails, I doubt. Or is it? Is that where I'm going? No, you're case, on your own with your like, DVD. Like player. the movie <laughs> Fine, in which case, the wrong trousers then. The wrong trousers. <laughs> to keep me jolly. <laughs> it's there. I love that. I don't want something spooky. I love that. No, I wouldn't expect anything spooky. hate horror films. Do you? I mean, hate them. What was the last one you watched? Horror film? Yeah, seeing as it's Halloween as we're recording yes. this. Yes. It's... I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you a scary film. I will always avoid them. Why would I want to be scared by film? I hate roller coasters. I'm coming across really boring. Uh, oh, I am really boring. Um, I, hate, I don't want to go on a roller coaster if I've not got. I haven't got control of that. But it's the thrill of it, isn't it? You know Why that would nothing's going to go wrong, possibly. <laughs> yeah, or have your legs hacked off. Well, I wouldn't want to. No, really, you don't like anything horror. So you've never been on a ghost train? Maybe as a kid. Maybe as a kid. But you were in a dark room then with loads of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Want, that's why he doesn't like horror. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm fascinated. I don't know whether that's rare or not. I think there's a few people who Oh, don't. I know a lot of people that hate horror. No. Why would you want to put yourself through all that tension? Especially some of the horror films that Neil likes to watch. He watches some of this weird, like... Weird? Japanese, French, really bad stuff. Oh. Stuff that stays with you for a long, long time. I love horror. What sort of horror there? What do you want to see? What do you want to talk to me about it? Yeah, but if you're really, 
You've got to ease you in gently if you're not. A no, fan I want to hear about what you want to see on the screen. I like something with a great story. My all-time favorite horror film is The Exorcist. Okay. okay. The only thing I've seen is where French and Saunders do a mick take parody of that. The parody, mm. and it's brilliant. Mm. That's I like, all I know is that she gets a long tongue. I like a. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> wow, that's yeah. a different version. <laughs> no, there is. Um, oh, you like that as well? Yeah. You? Oh God, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, horror. What do I like about horror? I love the. It, 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 it makes you feel emotion. You know, and horror and comedy are very close in a sense as well. I can well. see that, actually. Very close. Um, I don't love all horror. I'm not a fan of jump scares. I don't think they work. They're boring. Um, I like something that stays with you. It makes you think. Is that a horror, them? then? Or, do, or what part of the horror? Psycholo- you- psych- psych- psychologist horror? Psychological horror is fantastic. Something you're thinking about for days. So, like The Exorcist? Yeah. And there's a French film, which I've... Did you watch it? Martyrs. Yes. You see, it, you, yeah, you're yeah. thinking about it for days afterwards. It's not necessarily gruesome. Well, it is. In it? some yeah. places yeah. it is, mm. but it also stays with you and gets under your skin a little bit. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh, I don't want it. Why would I just... There's, no. What was the yeah. film that you told me about? with? Oh, Matt well, recent, uh, recently, uh, The House That Jack Built. The House That Jack Built. He said, you're not going to ever want to see it again. And that's not making me want to <laughs> see the film. Yeah, why would... It, what point does that make you go... Exactly. Yeah, I'll go, go, I'll go watch that then. Oh, no, because you, you won't ever want to see it. I'm like, I don't want to see it the first time. To, it's hard. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want to speak to people that have watched it and see what no, their opinion you, You're are. on your own with that one, Sunshine. Well, I've watched it now. It, you know, I've done yeah. it. It's been there. And it's on Amazon if anybody wants to watch Wonderful. it. Wonderful. So, coming back to this country. Sorry, yes. This country um, horror film. This country <laughs> horror film. Um, what would you like to see? Because obviously Series 3 is now in the can, as they say in the business. God. What would you like to see? And where would you like to see the characters go? Well, I mean... That ho- that horribly wonderful, painful relationship to watch between Kerry and Martin is amazing, isn't it? And I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do with that. I mean, I'd like to see, I'd love to see Kerry and Martin become closer mm-hmm. as a final, like, you know, make you feel sad at the end because the best comedies do that. Do you think that's going to happen, though? Do you think Martin's the sort of person that's going to change? Because I don't think he is. Once a shithouse, always a shithouse. <laughs> yes, yeah. I just think he's one of those people that he's going to expect everybody else to change around him when he comes out of prison, if he comes out of prison. Well, this is it. If he does, I I, I think he will. I think I think he. this is the twist in the end of the series. It'll turn round and it'll be a lovely dad to carry. You think so? And he'll want to get him on the sim, get her on the simulator. Yeah. <laughs> in the caravan care. Do you think they'll make up then? Or do you think, will you have the theory that Kerry will just go back to how she was? I just think that's a possibility is that she'll go back to how she was. Oh, Sandra in, will go in back. In awe of him. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, Sa- yeah. Sandra will go, and then everyone will just go back. But at the moment, Sandra and, and Kerry have got a bit of a relationship because of the, their, what is it? A step, Stepsister or brothers. brothers and, and things. And stuff. Yeah. But I just got a horrible feeling that as soon as he comes back, It'll Sandra be will just it. be back with him. And then it just, I just, it's just the sort of thing you can imagine would happen because he is a force of nature. He is a, he is that big, <laughs> lunkin, big mm. dipper of a man. Big dipper. <laughs> yeah. He's my favourite I mean, up, up there with the vicar, he's my favourite character. I mean, he's great. He does yeah. it so well. He does he? it so well. Yeah. Uh, so I'd, li- I'd like to see that happen, but I, th- what do I think? I think. I think we'll be left with Kerry and Curtin being best mates again in the village. I think we'll be taken down. A, he's going to move away with a girlfriend, maybe. Kerry might get back, you know, 
back into a good place with her dad again. And actually, at the end of the series, he Martin is still a git. And actually, it all goes wrong with Charlie's girlfriend. Sorry, Curtin's girlfriend. And they'll be, they'll end up back Tracked where together. they were, chucking phones across a field <laughs> and going, this is our country. I think that's how it'll end. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, it's going to be emotional. Of course, the slugs, the whole slugs thing. Yeah, I'm intrigued be... to see how they're going to address yeah, it. it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that. Because it was really so close well. to him actually, like, passing away. I yeah. mean, that'll be a fascinating thing. I can't yeah. wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Do you know when it's coming out? It's, I would assume it'll be early 2020. Yeah, okay. Um, if, the, if, if it's gone the way that it's gone with the way they filmed it before, they've always filmed in, like, August time. And, and then it's come out. Early. early sort of february time yeah um so fingers crossed it'll God, be that exciting. You know. it is because it is it's it's weird how it's it's it builds and builds and the, yeah. the, the fandom has built and built and the second series and the special when it came out it felt like everybody was just waiting you know you, everyone would get yeah. their eye players on a monday yeah. morning to see if it was up and yeah it, was, it got a, it became a communal thing that everybody then would just start talking about the episode so you, i mean i mean what are you gonna will you say what are you gonna do once that carry on you're gonna do the podcasting well You've spoken about this well are we allowed to talk ends? about this we, well, you can if it, i mean because they're not gonna i don't think they're gonna do another series are they um i don't know we've we've said that that because, I mean, we've really whacked the shit out of, of this. I mean, it's two yeah. two series, one special, and one comic relief episode, and we've got hundred and over 100 episodes now of the podcast. <laughs> I'll just do that. That is amazing. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Thank but you. it's because we get to chat to great people like yourself. Thank you. you exactly. See? So it always changes. So Every that kind of thing changes. Yeah. If we, could, we can keep hold of, uh, and keep booking guests, that's fantastic. We know that we've got at least 12 more episodes coming because we can do a recap episode on each episode of the series, the new series, yeah. and a commentary epi- episode on each episode of the series. Yeah. So that's 12 episodes Which are there. great. And so hopefully we got... we'll get Daisy and Charlie back in. That's the thing. That's... that's the one thing. Obviously, they're getting harder and harder to get hold of and they're get not, to do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But it would be nice if, if, let's say, Series 3 is the final series, it would be nice to get them finish back on in that. sort of finish it with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but who great. knows? I mean, you know, two years, a hundred episodes is 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 mental when you think of amazing what we've had to to work with as such. But we've got another live show in uh, end of November. We'll probably get another live show when the next year uh, when the new series when the new drops. series comes out. Nice. Um, and we'll just let's just wait and see, Ben. You never know. You'd love to wait. come and join us for a, a commentary love, episode. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to great. come and visit our... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're not going to know what the hell is on all our walls because it's all <laughs> Star Wars stuff. You're not going to have a clue, but but you'll have to come and join our... Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Join us because it's, it, you know... So, how, yeah, you watch watch through it and do a commentary of the episode. Well, as it's playing, we sit and talk. And we just chat. And, and sometimes it goes off. on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> does surprise me. It does. And we did have a... Again, we had... I was looking at a few com- uh, comments on line... And these two guys were having a conversation. Say, one guy was saying, I, don't, I like the commentary episodes. And someone went, yeah, but they never talk about the actual show. They're always talking about other bloody stuff. <laughs> but that's what you do. We just, it's yeah. like, it's almost like Gogglebox. Yeah, great. We, we watch the episode and then we just chat about other stuff. And we've it. had some really fun episodes. We have. It's been a lot so of laughs. So you'll need to come and join us for one I'd of those. To. I'd love to. I'd love to. Fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think that's it. Oh. Ben, thank you so much. Thank it's you. Been awesome, Ben. The, you so guys are the best. No, oh, no, you're the no, best. you're the best. <laughs> no, you're the best. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure, mate. It really has. And well, we'll have six episodes to do commentaries. 
your name's on one of them. I'll be there. Awesome. Um, right, Neil. Oh, it's been a while. Your big chance. <laughs> I haven't got the bell. Right. But you have to go through and do Here a little Here we go. So you can Here find us on all the social medias under WTAF This Country. Ding. Don't need to list what they are anymore. No, that's fine. Uh, you can email us at WTAFThisCountry at hotmail.com. Oh, ding. Well and done. And you can go to our website, WTAFpodcast.com. Well, you've been practising in the break, haven't I just, you? Well, you know, we're in company of professionals. That, with was, this sort of thing. that was amazing. So yeah, and I've got you... it all written on this piece of paper in front of me. I'll give you another ding. Please remember that we have our last show. We've, we've got some tickets available for not our last show, for our next live show, WTAF Live 3. Martin Mucklow is going to be there. Jill Cooper is going to be there. Uh, Terry from the Bowls. Terry from the Bowls Club is going to be there. And James Moore from Emmerdale is going to be there. We've got Erica. They're going to do some music for us. The lovely Keris Nelms is going to be doing some comedy for us. It's going to be loads of fun. Uh, If you look at the show notes, you'll see the link to get tickets. Uh, So that's great. The book, obviously not our book, but the This Country book is still available. Uh, There will be a link in the show notes for that. What else? I think that's it, Pav. I is think that you've it? done a grand job. Is that it? It's and good please to do back. keep subscribing and leaving uh, yes, comments. Please subscribe and leave a rating, a nice rating and a nice review. Uh, I think that's about it. That's I think about it. That's about it. We're all doing our marketing. Yeah, we're all doing our marketing. Ben, thank you so much. Thanks, You're guys. Thank star. you, Ben. You guys, I love, I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Oh, uh, loving, isn't it? Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Pav. I You're all right. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Dear points of view. <laughs> uh, and thank you very much. We'll see you all again for another WTAF. Now go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What? As promised, here's a sneak preview of the This Country book as read by Kerry and Curtin. It's available at Amazon or Good Bookshops and also on all your audio devices. Go and buy it now. Len Spooky Village Tales by Len Clifton. Read by Kerry and Curtin Mucklow. The Vanishing Tour Guide This ghostly tale's been heard from a few people over the recent years and it will send shivers down your spine. Our village, being nestled deep in the soft bosom of the Cotswold countryside, is a magnet for tourists from all over the globe. There have been many a tale of Japanese tourists being greeted off the coach in the marketplace by a gentleman wearing a tall stovepipe hat with a wide brim who shouts in an authoritative manner, This way! This way! The Japanese tourists follow him for up to 12 miles deep into the countryside, where the tour guide is known to drop to his knees, put his head in his hands and say, Shit! I don't know where the fuck we are, before vanishing into thin air. The chap in the top hat fits the description of a local tour guide known by the name of Ernie Garlic, whose trademark was wearing a tall stovepipe top hat with a wide brim. Tragically, Ernie took his own life in 1987 when he read a cruel review of one of his tours in the Cotswold Life magazine. The poor fellow just weren't naturally blessed with the directional skills needed of a tour guide 
and was even known to get lost in his very own street. He suffered from a disorder called topographical agnosia, which causes a person to have absolutely zero sense of direction. It's a comfort, however, to know that Ernie is still doing what he loves beyond the grave and guiding tourists into the ass end of nowhere. God bless you, Ernie, you half-wit. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, <laughs> Top 10 swear words, yes. Top 10 breakfast foods, yum, yum. anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.